0: Welcome to Fitchick's Chat. Today's episode is brought to you by Keto Breathalyzer. We spend so much time guessing what to eat for best results, when to eat, and are overwhelmed by reading and hearing so much conflicting information, it's exhausting. Here's the thing though, not everybody's the same, so while eating at certain times might prove to be effective for your BFF, those times might not work for you and vice versa. If you're ready to finally take the guesswork out of it and have your body actually tell you when you're in a state of ketosis, then listen up. Today's episode is sponsored by Keto, the most scientifically proven and designed tool to help you discover when you're in a state of ketosis. This tool is amazing if you follow the keto diet, as it will help you understand your own body so much more clearly. Not on the keto train yet? Remember, keto is not just for weight loss. It also helps with inflammation, preventing long-term diseases, and so much more. Please visit www.getketo.com forward slash Fitchicks, dot G-E-T-K-E-Y-T-O dot com forward slash FitChicks and use promo code FitChicks to save 20% off your very own keto breathalyzer kit today.
1: Welcome to the Fit Chicks chat podcast where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. I am officially forty. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Hello, Welcome everybody. To the club. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson, and I'm Amanda Quinn, and we are celebrating my
0: birthday. Happy Ooh. birthday to you! Thank you. That's, it. that's all. I, that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to sing at all. I don't want to lose listeners.
1: <laughs> so last week. I left a decade and just started a new one. I officially turned 40 and it's been interesting because I'm out of our group of friends. I'm kind of the last one. So I'm like, oh, I can't believe everyone's like been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting because it's brought up a lot of different conversations with friends, family, clients, students, um, just about, you know, how people feel as they start to enter into a new chapter in their life because, you know, we kind of look at chapters of our lives too as decades and that's what I kind of do. Yeah. A different season. Um, and just, you know, the changes that have happened over the last 40 years to up until where I am now. So I just wanted to kind of talk about this stuff today because I think it's really fascinating in terms of how we change even the way for me, the way I've approached my health, my fitness, my body image, my weight loss, my weight management, my goals, like all of these things. Cause throughout my, my thirties, I've done a lot of different things within my body and within my health and within my nutrition and within this business. And, um, I'm at this place now where I just feel like it's, it's just a different, like it's a calmness that I didn't have when, if we would have done this podcast at 30. Right.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, people tell us, like, I remember back in the day, people always saying, like, when you turn 40, it's like the best years of your life, because you know yourself so much more, you're so much settled, like, you're so much more settled in your skin, you're so much more confident, you're so much more just, like, sure of your decisions, you know what I mean? And I, I mean, I just turned 40 this year myself, and, like, I feel like that is... 70% true for me. (laughs) There's still like, there's still like the second guessing. There's still the parts that like, you know, where I'm like still living in old habits and things like that, but there's so much more growth and there's so much more like certainty with my decisions for sure.
1: And I also feel like there's so much less of that. Like Oh my God, this is like do or die kind of feeling. Do you know what I mean? Like there's this, yeah. there's this more even keeledness to it. Cause I'm the mm-hmm. same. Like I wouldn't say I'm hundred percent like, Oh my gosh, I'm so self-assured and self-confident and all these things. But the one thing, and I was watching something the other day, I can't remember what it was. And they were talking about the whole thing about getting older is that just the main thing is that you don't have time for BS anymore. And whether it be yeah. your own BS or the BS of other people, like you just, you realize how limited your time is. And mm-hmm. you, you know, you don't real, like you start to realize what's important to you, what you want to spend time on. You don't get bothered by the small stuff as much like you don't sweat it. Yeah. And I just find that's one of the major things for me has just been like, okay, I, yeah, I just don't have the tolerance for BS anymore. Oh it's my god.
0: in it. No, it's so funny because like I was telling you recently, one of my favorite statements that I make to my husband all the time, whenever like there's like a disagreement and it's usually like some frivolous like BS stuff. I'm always just like three days from now, will this even matter? He's like, no, I'm like, so stop. (laughs) Like I'm like, end it right now. We're done. It's over. Move forward. Let it go. Don't even talk about it again. Don't even bring it up. I'm like, I don't, if it's not going to bother me in three days, I don't have time to think about this right now because my moment is, Precious, and I've got a lot of stuff happening that this is not part of it.
1: Like, well, yeah, it is, it
0: is, but it's so true because that's—it's just like no BS. I'm like, that's stupid. Like, whatever this is we it's stupid. But it, usually, it is pretty stupid. Usually, it's like a stupid fight that I'm just like, oh my god, enough.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I just find like, so I was looking back, and I was just thinking about like this last decade, and I, yeah. o- I really feel like my twenties was like about making a lot of mistakes, and I spent yeah. a lot of my twenties hating myself. Yes. body. My eating started really bad. I was really overweight. I was not taking care of myself emotionally, mentally, physically. I was, you know, drinking way too much, sleeping with people that I shouldn't be with, like entering into bad yeah. behaviors for attention because I was in like a, self-loathing
0: kind of story. it's like a self-destructive like spin cycle like exactly. i was the, i was there with you we were living together i under, i remember all of these moments
1: yeah and it <laughs> was like it was masked in this like oh it's my 20s i'm supposed to be ridiculous but then at the same time it was just like you know that's why the, that statement when they say like um ages um youth is wasted on the young yeah because you everyone wants to be young but like it's like you don't have the knowledge yet You don't have that, like, you know what I mean? Like you don't have self-love and maybe if you are one of those few that did, but I just know like within our group of friends, it was like everyone was just trying to figure it out. And I mean, we're all still trying to figure it out, but hashtag hot mess. mess. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then thirties was like hashtag hot mess in process and progress. But like my thirties for me from like 30 up until 40, I found that was really about learning about myself. Mm -hmm. And this is where, you know, even if I look at all the things that I did, like, you know, I did a fitness competition. And I, you know, realized that how much discipline I could have and how far I could push my body. I also realized that that's not something that I believe in. And I don't think it should be even out there anymore. Sorry, guys who don't do fitness competitions. Um, that's a whole other podcast, but I will stick to my belief system. And <laughs> um, if you want to talk to me about it, then you can. But it's something that I just think especially if you're going through an eating disorder for such a long period of time Mm -hmm. that triggered a lot of things for me. Um, but I did that fitness competition. I learned so much about myself during that. You know, I also ended up getting married, which was something that for me, I didn't necessarily, I always kind of knew it would happen, but it was like one of those things that was never like on my list because I was like, I want to build a business. I want all these things. Like that was the thing I always wanted. Um, we built, like we, we built Fitrix Academy during my thirties. Like, so we went from having, like we launched Fitrix when I was 28 and we had like all of our bootcamp programs. And then it was like, we created this online business and opened up all these new things, which challenged me in a whole different way. And I got to start to really do what I love, which is more on the side of educating and mentoring and coaching other female uh, fitness and health professionals, as opposed to just teaching fitness classes. Like, it's just crazy when you look back in the decade and you're like, so many things that you've done, like, written yeah. programs and, you know, met so many amazing people that have been just so, like, pinnacle and changing me. But if I even looked at myself, like, four years ago, I feel like I'm a totally different person.
0: Yeah. I agree with that. I think, but I think that it's, like, almost like... <laughs> I feel like you almost like hit this point in your life where you're just like, okay, now it's time to like take everything I learned and actually take those lessons and put them into practice as yeah. opposed to like, just being like, I'm just going to keep doing what I was doing and see what happens. See if I get a different result. You all of a sudden hit this point in your life as this pinnacle point where you make a decision to just go like left instead of right. You'd always go right before, but this time you're going to go left and you're going to see what the hell is going to happen on this side. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like this has changed me or this has made me feel different. Like I know even in my life, it's like, I wasn't even sure I was going to have kids, you know, (laughs) like I have a daughter now and she's going to be three and like all these things. And it's like, it changes you. Everything changes you if you allow it to. And if you pay attention to the lesson that it's teaching you and you actually implement it. The thing is, I think when you're young is that you don't implement you're like, I heard the lesson. I got knocked over the head with it over and over and over again. But I'm going to just keep doing that same damn thing because this is just who I am. But it's not who you are. It's like it's, what it's just do. what you do. Yeah. And so who you are is what you find out through those lessons because that's what shows you like the type of character that you are, the like the values, the morals, the belief systems, the like. Um, the like, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like the word, like not tenacity, but like that thing that's inside of you that like drives you forward is that's who you are. It's not your habits, It's who you are inside. And you learn that through all of the lessons. And so I think it's like you get this point. And so maybe it was like four years ago for you that like, all of a sudden you just were like, okay, enough screwing around. I'm going to like, actually start to like pay attention to these, I'm you know, pay attention to my health in a better way. I'm going to take care of myself in a different way. I'm going to start educating myself differently to be doing things differently because whatever I was doing before didn't work. Right. Well, my whole thing is like,
1: like two of the biggest things that I've learned over this, especially this last decade, because yeah. 20s is just a complete yeah. right off. <laughs> I don't even remember most of that. Um, but one thing I realized is that I didn't know when I was younger how long things would take. Like yeah. how long it would take to make a change, how long it would take, like for, it's so quick to make a decision. A decision is, yeah. and I actually shouldn't say a change, like a change, you, when you make the decision to change, you've already started to change, right? And you could do that in an instant. You can change your life at any moment. However, yeah. That doesn't mean that everything that goes along with it changes. You know what I mean? Like you, it's like, if you, like you said, if you go left or you go right, if you go left, this is where, like, this is the course that's going to happen. And that choice starts a domino effect. If you go right, there's another domino effect. But maybe that right, you've got to set up the dominoes first. Then you've got to hit down the first one. Then you've got to wait. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's times where I just thought, oh, you know, like, like, just say, for example, like with my eating disorder, I'm like, oh, I'm it's done. I'm never going to feel this way again. And then those feelings come back and then they come back yeah. and then they go away and then they come back and they go away and then they come back. But every time they come back, it's lesser and with a different understanding and with a different patience or with a different tool I've learned, like how to uh-huh. deal with it. So but it does take a long time. And that's something that I think when it comes to weight loss or whether it comes to health or whether it comes to business or anything you want in your life, we really have to get out of this idea that there is a quick fix and there is a fast track because yes, there are people out there and there's programs and there's things that are going to help you, but you have to put in the work you have to. put, And it's like, I think this is something that has been my like, that I want to see more of in other people. And I think that, you know, I'm not saying that I'm just such a hard worker, but once I realize the work that it takes to get places, it changes the way you approach it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because no, I, can't, do. I can't handle people who are just like sign up for something and expect their life to change. And then they're like, Oh, well, do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> everything was yeah. supposed to be different. And it's like, that's not the way it works. Like you, yeah. it's like, you go to the gym. You don't just go once and you have a six pack. You go yeah. to the gym and you show up every single day, and you take care of your eating, and slowly, day by day, you will start to change. And you won't see it until you know one day you wake up and you're like, "Wait a second, these I'm swimming in these pants." You know, I didn't need that nap in the afternoon. Like, it's those are the things, and it's the same with anything in life. It's like you just have to keep showing up,
0: but it is going to take a while. That's one thing mm-hmm. I've really realized. Amen to that, sister, because I totally agree with you. It's it's not something like. I think when we're younger, we're just, we're so impatient. And I think when we, as we age, we understand that like patience is this virtue that you need to have and you need to have mm-hmm. it with yourself, not just with external people. Like I've got so much, I've got like, I didn't even realize I had this much patience, but I have so much patience when it comes to my daughter. Like it's crazy. Like I, I legitimately had no idea that I was that patient of a person because I feel like I'm a very impatient person. But no, when but- I start applying that, I, that principle of patience to myself as well, to remember that things are not going to happen overnight, that, you know, in our business that it takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of effort. So for anyone who is listening, who's like, you know, whether it's weight loss or whether it's building a business or whether it's, you know, um, just changing a behavioral pattern, like know that it's something like when I was dealing with my anxiety, that took seven years, seven years of healing and work hard hard ass work that like to the point where like there was times where i couldn't leave my bed for days because it was so overwhelming right that is the type of work ethic that it took to get to the place that i'm at now which is anxious like i don't have anxiety anymore i have no issues with anxiety i don't have these patterns anymore but it took seven years so don't expect it to happen overnight and know that you have time and so take the time needed to be able to heal properly
1: and I truly, truly believe that things happen when they're meant to happen. And not because of some necessarily cosmic, you know, they, they happen when like you're losing. ready, when you're mm-hmm. ready to receive them. And mm-hmm. sometimes there's times in your life where you think you're not ready and something amazing falls in your lap and that anxiety shows up in the fear. And you know what I mean? It's like when people sign up for our fitness nutrition expert program or one of our programs, they're like, I'm so scared, but I don't know. I just saw this. I feel like it's something I have to do. It's like, yeah. You are ready for this. And if, even if you don't feel like you're ready right now, you will be by the end of the course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like during that time, you will be ready by the end. But it's that feeling that sometimes you know you think you're not ready, but things will progress when you are ready to deal with them. It's like the statement of like, you know, you can hear things a hundred times over, but you won't really hear them till you're ready to hear them. Yeah. So it's like, well, you know, someone will be talking to me about like, I don't know something to do with, let's say like investing. And you're like listening to you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I've heard this. And
0: And it's only one day (laughs) you're like,
1: Oh, wait a second. That actually makes sense to me. Yeah. Do that. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just, I don't know. I just find that things do take, longer, I realized too the amount of work that goes into things. I never look at anyone who's achieving great things in their life and feel jealous because I feel, I feel like proud of the amount of work that that person has put in. It's the same thing. Look at someone too. And I guess this was something too going back to competition that I realized that, you Mm -hmm. know, what I went through to get that body and to like, which I also did way too fast and not healthily. um, but it, there's a different level of, um, when you see someone who has a really great physique, it's not like you've got to look at them in the way of like how much work that they put into that. Cause a lot of times it's a full-time job. And if you're yeah. choosing, if you want that body, are you willing to do the work to get it? And that's where yeah. it comes with anything in life. It's like most people who have great success have had a lot of failures, but have also put in a lot of time, effort and work.
0: Totally. It doesn't matter what it is. That's and on physique, business, health, anything. It's yeah. relationships. Yeah.
1: You don't have a great relationship with your partner, with your family, with your kids. If you don't put any effort into it, you know, yeah. it's just like, this is a where, but we live in this society where it's such a idea of quick fixes and such an idea of like, why don't I have that? Like we're always constantly looking outside and that's the other thing that I've super learned in the yeah. we're heading for you. And I was talking about this when we were in Connecticut at our mastermind. Yeah. It was the idea of like, we are constantly looking outside for an answer. Like, and that was me. Like I was, and I was constantly looking for like the next workout program or the next weight loss program to get me to like, this is a thing. Or I would be like looking for the next yeah. guy that would be like, Oh my God, this is the one it's not him. Like as soon as, but it's like, you don't need this outside stuff. If the outside stuff is not working you feel like you have to keep going to the next, like you got to work on your inside stuff Mm -hmm. because that's not, it's not something about what's happening outside. Everything you need is inside of you. It's whether you choose to actually see it (laughs) and work on it and, um, and try to figure out like who you are as a person, because all that outside stuff, it just is, it's,
0: it's like filler. Totally. I agree with you 100%. I mean, even like, um, I'm going to talk about it for my, I'm going to talk about my sister for a second. I'm going to use her as my example in this scenario that, you know, her whole life growing up, and I love my sister don't get me wrong, but her whole life, she's always said how sad she is, how, you know, she's so bored all the time. I'm always so bored. I'm always so bored. I'm always so bored. And and so then she got married young. She had, um, two kids right away. Like they were both a year apart. And she always said to me, like, I just want to get married. I want to have kids. And then that's what's going to make me happy. I remember having a conversation with her after her kids. Um, I think Owen was about three. Avery was about two. And I was talking to her and she's like, I'm so sad. I'm so bored. I'm so this, the kids are so like, like it, they're so frustrating and this, and I'm like, but you know, in her mind that was going to be the solution to her problem. Yeah. And I'm like, but the thing is, and then I remember her husband calling me once and saying, you know what, like, what can I do? Like, she just keeps complaining about having to be home and that she's just fed up with things and blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, She needs to figure it out herself. This has nothing to do with her having, you know, to taking up knitting or something. Like it has not, like maybe that'll bring her some joy, but that's not what's her problem. Her problem is, is that she is looking externally as opposed to just looking inside and being like, okay, what is it that I need to feel joyful and internally? And like, what can I, what conversation can I change in my own mind to be able to start feeling more fulfilled? rather than focusing on the negative side. Like, and that's the thing. Right. And so, but it's like, when you start, when you start like any conversation with like, Oh, I'm so bored. I'm so frustrated. I'm so this, I'm so that you can't expect to change your mentality. If you don't change your mentality, you're going to always keep looking at certain.
1: Exactly. And that's where, you know, we're all on our own journey. And that's kind of my last thing that I've realized Yeah, <laughs> is, well, like on top of like really none of the outside stuff can make you happy. No. And we're the big all TV, on. the trips. Trips no, will make happy in the moment, the but pack, none like the like yeah. all of these things. The fast that, cars. Because <laughs> I guarantee it, once you get them, you'll feel happy for like a second, and then you'll switch to something else. Because it's human nature. We'll start looking for the next thing that we don't have or the challenge that we need to complete. It's like we yeah. always talk about that in our business coaching. Like when you're getting close to getting into a goal, you know when you're like, oh my God, that goal seems like so exciting if I hit that goal. And then yeah. if you do hit it, like when you start to get close you already start to change it and up it before you even hit it. And most people never celebrate something that they hit because they feel like it's still not enough. Yeah. So it's like this weird, like human beings are very weird. We're very fascinating, but we're, <laughs> we're very weird the way we work. We say we want money, but we don't want to talk about money. We say we want, you know, we, this,
0: we like, say we want like a six pack, but then we eat Doritos. Exactly. <laughs> like we we say, do. We, yeah. you know, we, we, our actions do not usually match our intentions. Yeah. we Or, always like, about, or like, like what we think. Or we yeah.
1: always talk about things like, you know, like great sex, but then we shouldn't talk about sex. Like sex is a negative thing, but everyone wants to have great sex. Everyone wants money, but no one wants to talk about money. Everyone yeah. wants this. <laughs> and it's like, what are we doing? Like we're it's so confusing, but like, I don't know. I just, I just really feel like this kind of decade, it's like, We're all on our own journeys and that's something that's become really apparent to me is that like no matter how much and how close I am to you or to my husband or to my family or to my friends and if I have kids, you're still on your own and you're only responsible for you. And yeah. you can't change the way someone else is, someone else feels or acts and you're not responsible for it either. And that's no. something that I think is really huge, especially as women, because we tend to take a lot of other people's feelings on and we're so, we're worried, we're caring, we, you know what I mean? Like feelings are mm-hmm. very, whereas men are more visual, more like body based, we're more head based, yeah. thinking all the time about everybody else, how they feel. and you're not responsible for that. Like you can't take on other people's stuff. You're only Mm -hmm. responsible for you and you have to do the work. And if things in your life are not the way you want it to be, please, please, please start to look inside because everything you have in your life is an outcome of the decisions you have made. If you have an unhealthy relationship, you've chosen to be there. If you have, you know what I mean? Like if you have a body that you're not happy in and it's not healthy, you've, probably allowed it to break down over time. So it's kind of like taking that ownership of your part in it, not beating yourself up about it, but being like, okay, why am I choosing these things? Like, why am I choosing not to take care of my body? And why am I choosing, you know, X, Y, Z? And then from there, start to make a different choice because your life will only be as big as you are. Like it will only grow to as big and as happy as you are on the inside. If not, it's Mm -hmm. going to be small. So Agreed. that's my Agreed. that's my kind of thing. It took me a long time to understand
0: this. <laughs> now, and I, and I'm going to add something in, just kind of on that same related note. Now, even though it's not my 40th celebration, but I am 40 now, so I can add it <laughs> for my but, older, wise friend. Yes, I am the wise one here. But um, you know, adding to that is like, and this kind of goes back to the BS thing too. Is like if you know, as you're getting older. Like when you're younger, you know, you're doing things sometimes, and you're like, Why am I doing this? Like, what is wrong with me? And you're having those second thoughts, and then you just keep continuing down the path. Please, as you get older, pay attention to your own internal voice. If it's telling you, or if you're saying out loud, like I remember I was dating this guy once and I remember calling you from a parking lot being like, I don't even know where I'm going to his house. I don't even like him. What am I doing? And I still stayed with him for like, I don't know, like another two months or something. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, that's so, that's just crazy. Like you only have one time around this earth. Why are you wasting it making decisions that you know you don't want to be making? Make decisions that are going to better your life, make decisions that are going to make you happier, that are going to make you feel fulfilled, that are going to actually be in alignment with who you are. Don't do things when you're like, when you second guess it, stop yourself in your tracks and be like, why am I second guessing this? What is the better course of action for myself? And when you can start doing that, your life will improve dramatically because I'm no longer dating that person. I'm now married to my husband who I love dearly. And I have a wonderful family and everything else. And it's like, because I made a decision to break up over text message. <laughs> that's how little the relationship, like that's how like minor that relationship was. But anyways, <laughs> don't, I know, do that. I don't That's not nice. the one crazy.
1: thing that I do want to say before we wrap this up is that, yeah. you know, A lot of these things for me to even live this way or think this way or act this way took a long time. That's why I wanted to say at the beginning about the time that it takes. And maybe you're listening to this and you're like 25 and you're like, I don't want to wait till I'm 40. Or maybe you're listening to this and you're 55 and you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't even started this type of work, but this something with this like resonates with me. Mm -hmm. Um, But just start adding some mindset and personal development into your life Like, even if it's once a week to start, like have a day where you're like, maybe at the gym, you download and you listen to a personal development podcast. Maybe you're listening to something that's like by Tony Mm -hmm. Robbins, or uh, Rachel Hollis, or I listen to Marissa Peer, who's a hypnotherapist like talking about different things about your mind and the way this all works, because that's how I started. I just got fascinated in like, I've always been fascinated in psychology and the way people act and behavior. So I just started learning about different behaviors. But then when you start to understand like the why of things, like why we do certain things, you're like, Oh, that makes so much sense. And then when you have someone who like gives you activities that you can actually start to change your, or learn about yourself more. Like so many of us, we, we expect other people to understand us, but we don't even understand ourselves. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. I was just out recently with a friend and she's like, oh my God, my husband's driving me crazy. Like he doesn't ever know what I'm like, does he not know what I'm thinking? He has been married to me for this long, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but what do you want? Like, what do you want him to do? And they're like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I just want him not to be a jerk. You know what I mean? And it's like, what? Well, how can he make you happy if you don't even know what you you need or you want? And yeah. you're not even telling him you're being passive aggressive. Like, so yeah. it's, I just think it's, you know, starting off small with like once a week. And I, that's what I do guys. I use my workout times when I'm doing cardio and stuff. I'll either like download and watch it on YouTube or watch it stream it on YouTube um, or download like a podcast or whatever, and I kind of use it as like my physical work and my mental work. So it's not like okay, I've got to go do work on my body and then I'm working on my mind. It's like I do it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm going for a run or if I'm doing my weights, I listen to a podcast as opposed to listening to music. And yeah, that for me has been hugely game changing because once you start to get into this world and you start to shift your mindset, you're going to pick it up more and do it more often. But like you will only grow, like your business will only grow as much as you do. Your relationships will only grow as much as you do. Your bank account will only grow as much as you do. Like it's so reflective to your personal growth is everything that's in your life on the outside. So put that time in just even if it is like once a week for 20 minutes and just see how you'll start to change because it has been like for me, one of the biggest gifts in my life that I feel like I have the tools now to be able to, not control because I'm a control freak, not control <laughs> life to actually feel like I can release control, which is very weird.
0: No. And I, I don't think it's weird at all. I think it's amazing. And I think, you know, my final thought just that I want to add to that is just also remember that your past decisions and your past itself does not dictate who you need to be or who you are in this moment. So you can change that on a dime. Like just because you were always you know, like, like here's a really, like, black and white example. Like, back in the day, I used to be, like, the shot queen. I would binge drink, like, crazy and drink shots. Like, I shot, preferred shot, shots shot. over drinks. True story. I, I would just drink shots all night long and get blackout drunk and everything else. And I haven't dra- – I've drank alcohol twice in the past three years. And it's because I'm making a conscious decision, but it's, like, just because that's who I was – doesn't mean that's who I am. And it doesn't also mean that just because I'm not drinking alcohol now that that's who I am. It's like, you have the choice to decide who you want to be and how you want to show up, but to show up authentically so that it's something that makes sense to you in your life right now. And don't feel confined to having a, like, like almost like creating a title for yourself of like who you need to be, because that can change and you, and you have permission to change. Yeah, you have permission, and you should
1: change, and if you're not changing at all, and growing, (laughs) then, you know, there's, that's a sign that something else is going on. But, yeah, I just hope that, you know, I, like I said, 20s was all about being a bit of a- Debauchery. (laughs) Well, (laughs) 20s was all about, I was, like, well, that's what I was saying to my mom. I'm like, I feel like my 20s was, I spent a lot of my 20s hating myself. I spent a lot of my 30s learning about myself, and now I'm ready to spend my 40s just living
0: yes, my true loving self. Loving yourself.
1: Yeah, and living my true self and creating the things in my life that I want. And I feel emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically ready to take that stuff on. So it's been a beautiful journey up to this point. I'm so grateful for all of you guys who listen and who have supported us and have been a part of my journey during this time. And I'm so excited to keep going with it and see what this next decade brings. Next time on the podcast, we might even be like virtual reality by the time I'm 50. (laughs) Okay guys. So thank you so much for listening. Um, and Also, make sure to check out our uh, upcoming certifications, fitchicksacademy.com. Everything's listed there. We have some really awesome stuff coming up in 2020, so you want to make sure that you jump on our mailing list too. You can sign up for it from there, and we'll keep you alert of everything. And then also, if you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review, um, whether it be on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. um, It's really important for us to make sure that we can keep on offering you guys some awesome podcasts and helping you learn and grow both physically and professionally okay guys have an amazing day and we'll talk to you soon
0: bye bye
1: thanks for listening to the fit chicks chat podcast want more healthy love visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources free workouts recipes tips and so much more to
0: help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out